Welcome to the Unsophisticated Palate, a podcast about all things wine, beer, and spirits. Each week, join us on our journey as we drink and delve into different alcohol-related topics. I'm Mark. I'm Andrew. Cheers. Cheers. And sip. And, oh, that is really good. I know. It's really smooth. This is a, a very sweet, smooth Riesling, because mm-hmm. Andrew loves his Riesling. So I do. I do. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Those who have been here know that. And uh, yeah, that was a good one. I'm going to remember pretty that good. One. I know. I'm like, <laughs> that could be reduced in like dessert. Um, like it's a real dessert wine. Like, oh, actually, real. it is definitely borderline dessert wine. I agree. It's 100%. It, it is actually. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah that's, I think that's one of the sweetest Rieslings. But it's not, it's not overbearing in the sense of like, I want to spit it out. It has a smooth sweetness. Yes. Some are just taste like sugar. Agreed. This one has like a really nice, you know what? It almost has, I don't want to say aromatic, but it has kind of a... Uh, I don't know, a nuttiness or a um, mm-hmm. an earthiness, an earthy sweetness is what I'm going to call it. I would agree with that. I just took another sip to, to get there. I agree 100%. That's good. We'll have to, uh, I've got to look at that bottle yeah. find out what it is. We just, <laughs> it's a pretty blue bottle. <laughs> and, uh, and that's, For anyone out there. <laughs> and that's why we chose. <laughs> we chose it because it's a pretty blue bottle. Anyway, um, so the reason we're here today, um, the reason we're talking is uh, we're going to talk about party drinking etiquette, or actually just party etiquette in general with some emphasis on Alcohol drinking. and going to parties. Yes, because <laughs> they generally go hand in hand. Yes. And this is all parties. I mean, you know, uh, there's variations, I think, if you go to a, a work party versus a friend's party versus a dinner party versus a, you know, pull out the kegs yeah. party. <laughs> I mean, you've got the different clothes you're wearing. You've got the different mindset. You are either on because you're with work colleagues or you're relaxed with your friends or you're meeting all new people. Yes. It can be different. Agreed. But many of the rules, I think some of the basic general etiquette Mm -hmm. stays the same, right? I mean, as a whole. I mean, again, like I said, with your friends, you can be a lot more relaxed and, and, uh, and let it go. Other times you can be... You know, when it's work, you got to kind of stay on. But still, I think a lot of the basics are... Well, starting with friends, let me ask you, Mark. Oh. If you were going to someone's home for a party, what do you think is appropriate as far as what do you bring? Yes, that's always the question, yeah. right? Do I bring something? And if so, what? And I, I think that, I mean, my standby has always been a bottle of wine. Right. Even when I didn't know what the heck I was doing, I probably bought some and brought some very, um, I guess, garbage wine would be bad to say. But they probably looked at it and said, oh, <laughs> thanks. thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they'll probably be bringing it to their next party. Right. They attend. <laughs> no, I think they're probably no better than not to be that bad of a wine. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, so that's kind of my standby. But a mm. lot of times I wonder, should I bring it and or I don't know. Do you bring something else? Yeah. I mean, I guess if it's a potluck, you know, you're assigned or you, you have the idea. Yes. But like, I'll just say even last night, I had a friend over to have tacos and she was insistent and she went and bought two bottles of gin. And I was like, well, we're not even going to get through like a half a bottle of gin. <laughs> but, but it was I was like, I was like, you're taking this home. Like, you know, she's like, well, that's why I bought stuff that I would want. Oh, she knew go. she'd be taking it home. But so, typically, if yeah. you bring something to a party, yeah. you don't expect to take it home, right? And I've had, so I have, I will say, I have mixed feelings. If there's certain people like me 
like a Riesling or a Sangria, and I know no one else at the party likes it, I will say to the host, hey, are you guys going to drink this? Because if you're really not, I'd rather just take it. But if you, I mean, if it's going to just sit in your fridge, most people just say, oh, how about next time you come over, it'll be here. Mm -hmm. Now, depending on what it is, you can keep it. But um, I I have been that weird word person that kind of brings it up and says, well, if you guys really aren't into this, because I know it's kind of my thing, I, I don't want you to feel like I'm, like, now you have to recycle it, or you have to get rid of it. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be kind of a faux pas mm. to do that. But I Eek. think the way you say it, um, mm. that kind of makes, I mean, because, again, hey, if you're going to drink it, it's yours. Oh, yeah. But if Eek. not, you know, if it's just going to sit there. So that kind of makes sense. Um, but technically, from I go what I've seen in red, <laughs> yeah, it, it, you're supposed to bring it with no expectations. Absolutely. That yeah. to, to take it back with you. But again, I think too, if it was just you and you know, again, yeah. if it's if it's you and I yeah. and I bring something, I may be like, hey, do you mind if I yeah, take no, this with me? Because it's exactly. you and I. But yeah. if it's a more of a party atmosphere. Absolutely. Oh yeah. If there's more than just me and the host in the conversation, I wouldn't even say it. Yeah. But if it's just like a close friend and I know that they don't like it, I'm like, well, I only brought this so that I can drink it. And it was just kind of like I didn't want to take on other stuff because I don't really like other like for example we were chatting I don't drink a lot of beer mm-hmm. but a lot of people you know like all they'll have sometimes is beer so then I'll bring myself something if I want either alcohol or I'll just bring like lemonade yeah. that I will absolutely just leave but like if I bring myself a bottle of Riesling and I know no one else likes it then I go hey <laughs> I'm taking this, this? Me. yeah I mean of course maybe they'll say oh let me try it or something like I've had a couple different scenarios but I guess I'm that person where I don't want something to go to waste. Mm-hmm. And it, it, maybe I brought something else as well. Mm-hmm. So this is like I brought a six-pack, but I also brought myself a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. So I'm contributing to the party and the environment, and other people can have whatever they'd like. But then I also brought something individual. And I've seen people do that a few times. Have, yeah. have you ever seen that? I have seen that. And, and actually, I think that that makes sense. I like to bring something... That I know I'm going to drink or want, but I, if I know I may be the only one, then I also don't want to come in with like, oh, it's all about me. So I bring something I know everyone will like, mm-hmm. and then I bring something I know I will like. So we have the same idea. I yeah. guess I should have specified that. I always usually bring something more general. Yeah. A six pack. Well, or- and that works with, with what is said is you're supposed to bring more than um, you need. So basically mm-hmm. like. Got it. I like to share. Yes. Yeah, so it's like I know I will not I was about to say I know I will drink a bottle of wine. No, I won't. <laughs> but like you know what I mean? If if I know well and that's a whole idea. I'm coming, it's just me. I may have a glass or two of wine, yeah. but um I'm gonna bring a whole bottle. And yes. but if I know there's three or four of us and yeah. we're all gonna drink a bottle, then maybe I should bring two bottles or something yeah. for the, the group. So you should technically bring enough to share and and enough for the group. Um and or I guess for everybody, yeah. Um, but not. I guess if it's a party of forty people, you don't need to bring it up for forty. Well, people. but again, you bring more than you will consume. Got it. I I agree with you, and I, I will say um, one incident that I not. I don't want to say incident. Sorry. One, <laughs> yeah, that's one like party or event. I met up with a group of work friends, and uh, a couple had just announced their engagement. So I went and bought a few chilled bottles of just some mum champagne so we could have Mm -hmm. a toast so really i only brought enough so everybody could have about a glass Mm -hmm. but it was just to kind of have a toast but that's perfect yeah yeah so there's probably 10 people so i had to buy like three or four bottles but 
whatever was left was like, this is a gift to the couple. Yes. So, and the restaurant corked it. They charged us $3 or something a bottle. It was silly, <laughs> but you know. No, it was worth it. And I think under those circumstances, it makes sense. So, so now when you bring something, mm. do you bring, because uh, they, it is said, you know, you don't want to bring the cheap stuff, mm. but you don't want to bring anything awkwardly expensive. So yeah. how do you like decide or do? For me, I think of knowing my audience, knowing what type of people and what type of party. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm attending a work event, I expect that the company is covering this. Yes. And there should be a supply. So the caterer or the restaurant, I do not bring something. I agree. So I I, I would I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it is a work event in the sense of co-workers are having me to their home. So they're not necessarily my close friends, but we're friendly and we go to work together. It's work people, yeah. but not an official work function. Correct. Yeah. I would say I would bring at least a bottle of wine, or if it was me and me going as a couple with you know my boyfriend or someone, maybe I would bring a couple bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. But that's because it's a work environment party and not a just casual friends coming over on a random evening to hang out. Yes. It's an actual event or there's a theme or something. Yeah. So uh, I really think about what the, what, what's the context? I mean, am I dressing up for this event? Have I had to spend money to travel to this event? You know, is there a meal planned for this event? And sometimes in these, in these days of where people have their different kind of levels of tolerance, I guess I don't want to assume that it's a drinking event always. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll just bring dessert. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so And so that's a question, too. If you're not going to bring wine, mm. um, and if you are bringing wine, there, we passed episode yeah. all on gifting and receiving wine, oh, okay. so you can go back and listen if, if you guys want a lot more information on that. Yes. But that said, you're not bringing wine. I, I mean, I've seen chocolates, mm. flowers, um, but I've... Well, flowers are a good call. Well... The thing on flowers, though, and I didn't realize this till somebody mentioned this, and I was just like, oh, you don't want to bring something that's more work for your host. Got it. So if you bring a thing of flowers, and now they've got to go find a vase, and they've got to, you know, put water, you know, and they've got to go through this whole thing, they're supposed to be throwing the party, they're supposed to be greeting people, they're supposed to be doing their thing. So if you are bringing flowers, they should come in a vase, mm-hmm. um, or at least prepared, ready to go if you're bringing... So basically, anything you're bringing shouldn't be work. I guess my only, my only thought on that would be, if it was, say, my aunt, and I wanted to bring her flowers, but I know her house, I know her kitchen, I would take it upon myself to say, oh, I brought you these flowers, and then say, may I help you get them into a vase, and take that burden back away. Yes. So, but again, I think you're still doing it without the work because you know that you're going to take care of the work part. You know, I, it's funny as we sit here and talk about this, the more and more I think about it, I'm more hesitant to bring alcohol anymore. I think I've actually kind of moved over to bringing desserts or a potluck item or flowers or chocolate or something more of a jar, a candle. Like mm-hmm. I, I know that I've sounds heard cliche, candles. But. No, they, they are, but I mean, it's, Hard to go wrong with a good scented candle. I mean, you know, I like to get them. I know most people I know like to get them. So it is cliche, but it's also good and fun and going to be used, right? So I have a new thing to ask. Okay. If you bring someone a nice bottle of wine at a party event, or it's a, a hosted dinner party, 
is the expectation that that bottle gets opened while you're there? Or is that a gift for them to enjoy? Yes. Now, we spent some time talking about that on the gift and receiving one. Mm. But that said, the but it's party etiquette, the determine is, determination was mm. that it is not expected. They, they, the host does, does not have to open the bottle. Mm. You cannot expect them to open it. And if they don't, you cannot be offended. And that can be for a number of reasons. It could be one, like, they're like, oh, wow, this is good. I want to enjoy this on my mm-hmm. own. It may be that it doesn't pair well or match with other things that evening. I'm serving, you know, this, and this wine isn't going to match that. Mm-hmm. Um, it could There could be any number of reasons. They may not think it's a good wine or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, so there can be a long list of reasons why, so you can't expect it. Mm-hmm. Um and and as a host, you don't should feel obligated, and as a guest, you can't expect it. To so happen. back to the party now, that's etiquette. The, that's the etiquette there. Okay, now, that's the etiquette with gifting. But when you're no, attending, even bringing it, even bringing okay, even bringing. But when it. you're attending, Mark, what mm-hmm. do you think about if say you've gone through a few bottles and now you're whatever was kind of put out, you you're there another hour that you, longer than you thought, mm-hmm. and now there's no more wine like put out, and you say to them hey, should we run to the store and get some more? Or do you have something here? How do you approach, if you're attending a party, if it kind of dries out? <laughs> and you're, you're kind of like, but we're going to be here for more hours. And, you know, everybody is having a good time and no one's getting sloshed. Yeah. So how do you kind of address that? I think that's my comfort level with the, the host. Mm. If I know them well, I'm, mm. I will be like, hey, should we go make a beer run or, okay. or wine run or whatever? I don't think it's out of place to say that. And then they may be like, hey, I've got, let me go crack some yeah. stuff out of my cellar. Or no, I've got oh, stuff in the cellar. fridge. The cellar. You know, whatever it may be. Or is it like, you know, or do we do a quick run? Now, if it's okay. somebody I don't know, then I'm just like, I may want to keep drinking. And I may know most of the people want to keep drinking. But I'm not, my comfort level isn't okay. there. So I'm just going to be like, well, I'm going dry the rest of the night. Bring me a, bring on the water. And, and Where's I. Where's the after party? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder too, though, although you're saying the expectation is the yeah. party's going to keep going. Part of me yeah. almost wonders if the host isn't kind of like. They're like, no. Yeah. Get out. Go yep. home. <laughs> Our kids need to get to bed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it may be. I, I guess I, well, I will share one story. Speaking of dry, mm-hmm. a group of friends of mine and I were attending a, uh, a dry wedding. Oh, okay. Let's just say none of us were dry. Absolutely. <laughs> correct. It was wet. Um, we absolutely wanted to be there. We adore the couple. It was a great wedding. But the thought of being in a party setting where people are expected to dance and maybe get up and speak or all the social norms of a wedding, but you don't have any alcohol to kind of relax. And you're having a meal, and you're in wine country at this exact time that it happened. Okay, that's a little you're, weird. Yeah, <laughs> to and, have it in wine and, country and be dry. And it's so funny. It's just, and without being disrespectful to the couple, mm-hmm. I understand that that's their vision. We had flasks. Mm-hmm. We did not share with other guests. Yeah. We didn't make a deal of it. We kept it private. But we had fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, and I think that that might be a. As long as you're, you know, you're not getting drunk, you're not yeah. being obnoxious, you're not even visibly buzzed, if you will. Um, I think if you kind of snuck some in and, and drank out a flask, I, I, to me, I wouldn't have any problem with that. I'd want to respect them, like you said, them and their choice. 
There could be a lot of reasons behind it. They could be past alcoholics or have family members. I think it might have been religious. I would say it could be religious, could be cultural. There can be a lot of things to that. And so you definitely want to respect that. And Mm. to get caught drinking and disrespect, again, their religious, their value, their values, their morals, their their history, whatever it may be, their reasons. And you're there to celebrate them. It's not supposed to be about you. So I get that. But again, I think if you snuck him in and and nobody saw, nobody knew, no harm, no foul. No, flask it up. You pour it into your spray. (laughs) You know, you're not asking for, oh, can you make me a mocktail? And then you're adding your, like, you're not bothering the bartender or something. You're just, you know, using whatever mixer's there and you're just kind of casual. Well, so let's talk, because I had this for a long time about, because we're on this dry topic. Mm. What if you don't drink Mm. and you've got to go to the party um, and or you're at a party or you're hosting a party. I mean, whatever it's going to be. I know for me, I had a lot of challenges with that because, you know, I would show up. I would may even still bring a bottle of wine or whatever. Mm. And and I eventually learned to start bringing, like you said, lemonade or something yeah. that I knew I would drink. Yeah. Because I think a lot of hosts don't think about or to say care about mm. that non-drinking crowd, however mm. small it may be, because I would show up and it would be hard to get a water, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the only, they might have Coke or Pepsi or Got something it. like that, you know what I mean? And it's like, well, at the time, actually, even now, I still, I'm not a big caffeine drinker. Mm. And especially if it's late in the day. And and, and I'm not yeah. a big Coca-Cola drinker, period, or whatever it may be. I mean, give me a root beer, give me an orange soda mm. or something. So I would find my drink choices extremely limited. Yeah. And if they did bring, like, say they did get some token bottles of water, you know, the people who are drinking alcohol are drinking those too. Yes, <laughs> and so then they is, go yeah. very quickly. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't I know I struggled with that a lot until I started bringing kind of what I wanted to drink. But yeah. even then it gets a little weird and awkward. And I would find I'd bring a six pack of orange soda yeah. and I'd grab one and then they'd all disappear. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, I think as I've graduated from the college years mm-hmm. to adulting years, I don't want to be cliche, but just having a little bit more adult-themed parties, I find that hosts are a little bit more forthcoming. Mm-hmm. In today's world of information, you usually have an evite or you have an email or a Facebook event, and you have a description of kind of what's going on, what to expect. So I think it helps. I think mm-hmm. it can guide you. Uh, but, you know, I want to just touch briefly on what we mentioned before. If it's a party where it is dry... But you need something, even if it's not alcohol per se that we've been chatting about, but you need something. And I don't know, maybe you're dehydrated. Maybe you're not feeling well. I think that if you're attending the party and it's your choice as the guest to say, you know, I need to step away for 10 minutes or I am really thirsty and I got to go get myself something refreshing. You know, depending if you're outside at a barbecue or a picnic or something like that, I think you have to. It's kind of like if you didn't have sunscreen. You know, you need to take care of yourself and just because I, but I, the point of me bringing this up was I've been that person where I will suffer in silence. Oh, I've done that many times. But it becomes party etiquette, right? Like, I mean, even if you're not drinking or drinking, you like, or you don't like what they're serving alcohol wise, you kind of just put up with it. Yeah. You sit there and you you take that, so you nurse that one drink and you take like two sips in an hour. It's awkward. Oh, it's very awkward. I mean, I'll share with you when I was a kid, or not a kid, sorry. When I was early 20s of drinking age, visiting family, and my uncle was so excited to hand me a beer. I set it down on the grass around the fire pit, uh, you know, the gravel in the fire pit. We had grass 
chairs on the grass, rather. And I remember just, oh, the beer fell over. Oh, darn, I don't really want this. <laughs> but I <laughs> yeah, kind of, I oops. kind of, like, I didn't, and I didn't knock it over, but I kind of put it on the ground going, I'm not going to really pay attention to that beer. <laughs> that so when it fall. fell over, I was like, oh, darn, I didn't get to, you know. But then on the contrary, another uncle of mine had given me a beer one time, and it was the best beer I'd ever had in my life, and I drank the whole glass. Mm -hmm. So it's just so funny that I, I remember being in that social awkwardness of, it was given to me. It's relative. I'm at an event, a function, yeah. and I just didn't want it. Yeah. But yet it was handed right to me. Yeah. So and I had a, to keep it with me. <laughs> and as a non-drinker, I would have people put drinks in my hands, and then I would feel obligated to yeah. sip at it or something oh. when it's like... And now, again, fortunately for me, it was choice. Um, yeah. It wasn't religious. It wasn't you know an alcohol-related issue. It mm -hmm. wasn't anything like mm -hmm. that. So it was choice. So I, I would suffer in silence. But I think... And I think the point here is to be more sensitive to that. I think um, the other thing, too, that drove me nuts is I would say, oh, no, thank you. I don't drink or I'm not drinking yeah. or whatever. And then, well, why? What's going on? What, no, what, uh, and that's uh, awkward. Yes. I think people should just be able to say, okay, yeah. and move on. Yes. If somebody says, I'm not drinking, the yeah. answer is, okay, can I get you something else or what There's else? There's such a peer pressure, though, in oh, our yes. society. Because then it's like you're not part of the party. Mm -hmm. You're not contributing or not contributing you're not you're not with us yeah you're kind of like on your in your own world yeah but you know what is really fun sometimes being the sober one at a party oh yeah it's hilarious <laughs> it's fun yeah. and you know and if you can relax i think you can have just as much yeah. fun as everyone else and that's you know I, I i got to that phase but one thing i saw which i thought makes sensors helpful is uh, it was at a party i was at and i thought it was amazing because they had all the cocktails and they had all this, but they had a couple really cool mocktails. Mm. You know what I mean? Either it was a really cool audience. punch or really yeah. cool whatever. So you didn't feel left out. You're mm. like, I'm going to have me a yeah. virgin margarita or a virgin daiquiri, or I'm going to have me some of this really yummy looking punch that's just as colorful yeah. and awesome yeah. looking in the glass as your drinks. And I don't feel left out and I don't feel awkward. There's plenty for me to drink, plenty for everyone to drink. So I, I know I would just think if you're hosting, mm -hmm. <laughs> For, for those of us who, again, having been in that that place in my life, keep that in mind, right? Well, I want to ask you this, Mark. Okay. I've had that peer pressure awkwardness. And I'm just going to say it out loud. I have been that person that has ordered a drink that looks like a drink just so that I feel like I'm part. Yeah. Yep. Have you done that? Oh, totally. Okay. Totally done that. Like... Like the, the, they have some of the, and again, because I liked my frou-frou drinks yeah, or whatever. Yeah, of course. Um, and it's hard to have a drink that looks like a drink that isn't unless it's like frou-frou-y. So I would get like strawberry lemonades. Yeah. I would get like, you know, I don't know, whatever they were. And then, yeah, you walk around acting like, yeah. Well, even at like some parties, I would just get a Coke and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is, this is you know, whiskey and Coke. Oh, okay. Or whatever. I would just, I would just kind of, like if someone said, oh, what are you having? I'm like, oh, whiskey and Coke. So okay. it just looked like I had a soda. Okay. You know, in like a solo cup or a, or a clear uh, drinking glass. But yeah. I, would I would make it pretend. I would make it look pretend. But if someone called me out, I don't think I'd ever. Oh, see, I actually okay. had the moments of like peer pressure. I was like, oh, yeah, it's just whiskey and Coke. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, it's, it's so I remember when I was younger, you were talking about frou-frou. So and Coke. I was so easy to just, oh, it's other comfort. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, yeah. cash. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, but the funny thing is, is then they go, okay. And they leave it alone. If you say, oh, I'm just having a Coke. Do I know. you want something in they, it? Can that's I what it? I mean. So <laughs> yeah. that's why I did that. Yeah. But okay. So I guess back to the comment I was saying earlier was now that I'm past those early 20 years and I'm, I'm venturing into adult life, I have more confidence now just to be mm -hmm. like, 
no, I'm not interested. Or I don't really need to look like I'm partaking. Yes. I, it's changed. It's yes. The mentality for me in, in drinking and social etiquette at a party has changed. Yeah. No, I got to a point, yeah, where I just didn't care. And I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this and get off my back kind of yeah. thing. Because yeah. nowadays people do their whole 30s. Or they're training for a marathon or, you know, they're supporting someone that's going through a really bad bout with disease or something. Yes. And, and they're and they're doing it in support of them. Yeah. I think so. it's much more accepted. You're right. And especially as, as society has changed, got more active, like I said, more more of an understanding around that. And, and we talk more about it. Right. And I think that makes a difference. But so let's talk about some other things as well. I know you want to talk a little bit about attire. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about some like general tips. Mm-hmm. What do you want you? Yeah, well, I would say when it comes to attire, I think so for me, party etiquette going hand in hand with alcohol is when you think about what you're wearing. Okay, so if I was a lady and I was going to an event and I know there's going to be drinking. I may not wear a really light colored dress because if something spills on me, <laughs> I'm going to be embarrassed. If I'm a dude and we're having a barbecue, I may end up just wearing shorts or or jeans or something really casual. But there's this part of me that, like, when I know I'm going to be drinking, it influences my choices of what I wear. And it's funny. I'm like, oh, well, it's cocktail attire because I'm going to be having cocktails. Yes. And I'm just wondering kind of where that came from. Yeah. I, all I know is I, like you were saying, I, I it's it, whether eating or drinking, I'll wear darker colors yeah. <laughs> because I know I'm going to spill something or whatever, you know? So that part I can speak to everything else. Honestly, you're talking to the wrong guy. I yeah. get dressed <laughs> by other people. I'm just like, Hey, what are you wearing? What should you yeah. wear? What should I wear? What, what color? Do you, what do you want me to wear tonight? Yeah. <laughs> what color, you know? No, I get that. Yeah. And, and cause that's how I tend to do it. But I agree that there's definitely you know, and, and and this is the way I always think about it, or I have come to think about it because I, I like this, is I would always rather be overdressed than underdressed. Agreed. And Agreed. I'd rather be the guy that's, again, the one guy who's sticking out because he's overdressed and the one guy who's sticking out because he's underdressed. So I just kind of go with that. But do you have the feelings in your head of, like, if you're going to just a dive bar mm-hmm. versus going to a restaurant bar, will you have a moment of, Oh, what should I wear? Because they're different settings. Uh, yes, I agree. And and it, it again, it depends on who I'm with and where I'm going. If it's Got a dive it. bar, okay. throw on some jeans, uh, maybe a polo a shirt or a nice shirt. You know, I, I tend to, again, maybe okay. overdress a little Got bit. It. It. You know, and, and so uh, maybe, maybe but a t-shirt. But like, again, I'll try to do that. But whereas I'm going something else, I may put on a dress shirt and a nice jeans. Oh, okay. So. But I think, like, even, like, a concert. Like, mm-hmm. people drink at concerts. Like, I want to wear the band shirt or I want to wear a cowboy hat or whatever. And I don't want to think about like what I'm eating and drinking. You know, if it's a picnic or, you yeah. know, here in California, we have outdoor venues a lot. Like you want to be, Oh, I want to be covered for the sun. I want to be. So I don't know. I, I guess I just think about what am I going to be comfortable in? Because sometimes when I'm drinking, I'm not as comfortable when I'm already having a little buzz. If I'm like in a stuffy suit, I'm not going to feel as relaxed. Yes. And I guess that's kind of what I'm wondering is. Yeah, I agree. Because if I, I, there are certain things that if I'm wearing it, I'm not going to be as relaxed. Like yeah. I said, if I'm in a suit, yeah, it's just I know I'm going to be on all night, whether I yeah. want to be or not. I don't, I can't feel like I can just. But at a wedding, until I untuck my shirt and take <laughs> off my tie or loosen my tie, I like don't even want to feel buzzed because I don't feel relaxed. I agree. So I actually, I'm the same way. And it's, it's weird that it goes hand in hand with alcohol. But there's that mental state of, if I'm relaxing, then I don't want to feel stuffy. 
But maybe that's also just my personal. Actually, I don't think approach. it is mm-hmm. because as I'm thinking about like parties and weddings and stuff, if you notice as the party goes on, as people drink a little more, mm-hmm. this is sound weird, but the clothes start coming off. <laughs> and and think know? of it this way: like the bride sometimes changes, yeah, into a different dress for the. Or if nothing else, reception. the shoes get kicked off. And oh, yeah. shoes are first. Jackets start yeah. dropping. The oh, vest, yeah. the ties. Yeah. Like you or said, you have the cold person untied. that's borrowing her husband's jacket or whatever. Yes, yeah, because they're cold. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I so I think that's right. I, but I think I don't know if there's some intention in that. But I, I, if any party again, even not just a wedding, if you mm-hmm. see people when they first arrive versus later in the party, again, the jackets, the ties are loosened, the shirts come untucked. You know, I, I think everybody does just kind of loosen up a little bit at that time, and and that's actually kind of when I start seeing that happen. Is it, as I'm thinking about yeah. this, yeah, when I will start like, okay, now I can drink a little more casually. You know what I mean? Before I'm like sipping, I'm like, because like I said, got to be. I got to be on. I have to go yes. talk to people and meet new people. And yes. So, and you know, it's funny along those lines, though, wondering, Mark, what about when you do get a little buzz? Mm-hmm. What, what, where, how do you act? How do you? <laughs> you've got to, you got to know your limits mm-hmm. and you've got to control yourself. I mean, and because I don't care whether it's a work, a wedding, or just party with friends. Party with friends, you can get away with a little bit more, but you, as soon as I start noticing that and you, I would hope we all are aware enough of ourselves and our bodies and our drinking to know, yeah. okay, I'm starting to hit this point and that you're not just slamming them down. So it hits you like a yeah. wall really fast. Right. Yeah. That you kind of, and that's when I'll be like, and I will do a little quick evaluation. Where am I? Who am I hanging yeah. out with? What's going on? And I'm like, Oh, friends, let's ride the buzz and let's maybe even strengthen it a little bit. Right. If it's more formal, more work, whatever, then it's like, okay, you know what? I need to step back and, and lose, maybe even lose the buzz, right? And stay to just that relaxed. And I've seen it recommended two drinks mm. for a party of, you know, a couple hours in length. And, yeah. and I think that that's a safe number for most people yeah. where you can kind of avoid that. Okay, so there's a lot to party etiquette. I oh, think, yeah. I think we're going to need to come back next week and uh, or turn this into a two-parter. So have people come back and join us next week. Always more to say. Always more to say. So Always more to drink. Always more to drink. Yay, cheers. All right, so um, join us next week for part two. Uh, in the meantime, for a summary of what we've talked about, ideas for future topics, questions, input, feedback, we want to hear it. Reach out to us, people. Listen on, uh, subscribe, listen, rate us, all the other good, wonderful stuff. Stars, lots of stars. We like stars. And until next time, drink responsibly. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.